Welcome to Impact Duty. I'm your host, Manisha Dadlani Kriplani, bringing you empowering stories of friends and people I admire. Their voices have given me joy and the momentum to share their stories with you. Bhakti Kapoor is a health enthusiast who has practiced healthy eating and exercising as a way of life. Bhakti is a strong proponent of holistic well-being and integrates the science behind nutrition with food options that are traditional, local and easily available. She believes in curating a roadmap for your fitness needs, be it weight management or treatment of lifestyle diseases, and helping you achieve your goals as swiftly and steadily as possible. Hi Bhakti, welcome to Impact Duty. Thank you for joining me here. Hey Manisha, thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure to be here today and I was really looking forward to our conversation. Me too. You can't imagine how. Um, You've had an exalted career as a a nutritionist and more, and I can't wait for you to share share your journey with us. Um, Were you always into food um, and nutrition, or is it something that developed um, closer or in recent times? Right. So my journey started back in the day with my parents being health enthusiasts. Growing up, I was always encompassed with uh, health magazines, health shows. My mom uh, is an ardent cook and she would always, uh, you know, make these healthier versions of every recipe that we wanted to. And uh, so the upbringing was such very nourishing, healthy, and uh, hence the inclination to study food science. But uh, professionally, I have started very recently. It's been only two years. During COVID is when I launched my brand. Uh, it's called Healthy High. Yeah. And uh, it's a virtually, uh, you know, nutrition counseling that I offer to people all over the world. And uh, it's just something that is so overwhelming for me because providing to a healthier community, you know, giving back to people, helping them to lead healthier lives is something that's so fulfilling. And I'm absolutely loving every bit of it. So I'm so grateful that I found my Ikigai. This was my true calling. And I genuinely enjoy every single day. Wonderful. And I'm so glad that you mentioned that it's something that stemmed uh, at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, You're right. Um, The pandemic has allowed us, uh, a lot of us to um, hone some of our skills that were inherent to us. Um, And with that, Bhakti, I'm going to actually ask you to uh, bust two myths or to give us your opinion on two uh, topics that a lot of people have questions about. Um, I personally have uh, the first question on my mind, which is, is fasting the best tool to lose weight? Uh-huh. So I am a very firm believer of intermittent fasting. I feel it really benefits many of us because uh, when you're doing intermittent fasting the right way, your body goes into an autophagy. So it helps in destruction of bad worn out cells and helps for uh, the formation of new healthy cells. So that's what a healthy young body is, right? So it really, really has many benefits there. It also increases your metabolic rate. But again, if done right, Mm -hmm. what is very important is that the quality of food that you're eating during your uh, eating period and also uh, consistency, like uh, intermittent fasting is something that you have to adopt as a lifestyle. It's not, it's, you shouldn't be doing it with an intention of losing weight. 
you know you yeah. should do it to become healthier it's always about gaining more health and not caring too much about the weight that you're losing so when done with the right intention uh, intermittent fasting definitely can help you to lose weight right uh, but if you're doing fasting uh, for like longer hours 24 48 hours and you're not feeling your best you know your body is always talking to you if you're getting a headache you're feeling low on energy i wouldn't say that that's a healthy sign what is happening there is that you could be dropping weight but you're losing muscle mass as well mm-hmm. and again a healthy body is one with a higher muscle mass and a low lower body fat percentage so that's what you have to focus on during your eating window get sufficient amount of nutrients so that you truly benefit you know from uh, the mechanism of the fasting that you're doing and you're able to really drop weight at the same time gain better health so yeah you could use it to your advantage if done right thank you bhakti and um the other question uh and also linked to the pandemic is the use of supplements um so we've seen the supplement industry uh, flourish during this period um and a lot of us believe that supplements are needed during this time to boost immunity um and also because we've heard a lot about the terrible quality of food that we're not getting our nutrition from food what's your take on that how necessary is supplements and uh, vitamins and that kind of thing in our life right so as long as you really use your supplements as supplements and you're not uh, you know replacing healthy foods with it so then it's absolutely fine because what happens very often when we're eating healthy food like you said yes the soil today isn't as good as it used to be back in the day so the nutrients in the food sometimes are lower than we would like it to be mm-hmm. and uh, supplementation can really benefit the body especially a uh, certain vitamins like vitamin d we don't expose ourselves enough to the sun especially people living in the cold countries do not get enough exposure and then uh, supplementation of vitamin d becomes very essential uh something like probiotics very often you know if you're uh, someone who's sensitive to dairy and don't have access to other fermented foods then a probiotic supplement is something you could really benefit with similarly vitamin b12 sometimes your gut isn't healthy enough and you're not synthesizing enough b12 so then supplementation can really really help you to lead healthier lives and what you should be doing is um, do it for a brief period like you know supplement for a month then give a break for a month and then again redo it so it shouldn't be like a long term thing but definitely a supplementation is something we could all benefit with if done right and it has to suit your body like it should be what you need don't just opt for a multivitamin just because everyone's doing it it doesn't really uh, serve you any purpose there and how do i find out what i need so ideally your healthcare provider there are some- some blood tests that you can run and you can figure out definitely you'll need some blood work there mm-hmm. thank you and moving on to something that i've seen on your instagram feed um a lot of discussion on gut health uh so i'm going to take you to the scoop on poop um and discuss um the relevance of of focusing on our gut um and our bowel movement uh for that matter um why is it so symbolic of our health or the condition of our body right so simply put something that a lot of us are unaware of is that your gut is the epicenter of your mental and your physical health 
you know, back in the day, Hippocrates said that all disease begins in the gut. And it is so true. So 70% of our immune system resides in the gut. Mm -hmm. You know, since the beginning of COVID, all that we've been wanting to do is focus on building our immunity. And what you actually have to do is take care of your gut health because the minute that is taken care of, your immune system is going to do better and your recurrence of falling sick is going to drop. And also what we really want from life is to be happy, right? So 90% of your serotonin is synthesized in the gut. Hence, yeah, the, uh, your gut is basically your second brain. There's a very strong gut-brain connection. And hence, taking care of this little organ is very, very, very important. Also, uh, like now, when we eat any wrong foods, right? In the gut, there's inflammation that happens because of consumption of wrong foods. So this is where we really have to take care of what we're putting into our body. So your gut basically comprises your mouth, your esophagus, your stomach, small intestine, and your large intestine. What is important for us is the gut microbiome. Now, within the large intestine is this about trillions of bacteria, both good and bad. So, yes, we are more of bacterial cells as compared to human cells. Mm -hmm. And we really need to take care of this little ecosystem in our large intestine, which is your gut microbiome. So how we can do that is by eating a lot of prebiotic rich fibers. Now, prebiotics are basically they are like food to your good gut microbiome, right? So asparagus, kale, leeks, oats, barley, cooked and cooled potatoes, cooked and cooled rice, and apples and citrus fruits, berries, all of these are, they contain fibers that are not digested by the human body. So they go straight to the intestine and they provide food to this good gut bacteria. So that's when your gut is happy because it's getting food for the good microbiome to flourish. And also probiotic rich foods like your yogurt, sauerkraut, kimchi, kombucha tea. All of these are, they are rich in live bacteria. So these fermented foods, when you consume them, they are basically like you're flushing good bacteria into the gut. So again, your gut is going to do fabulously well. This is something we must do on a daily basis. Again, exercise, dealing with stress in a positive way, taking care of sleep on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. These all positively impact your gut health. And hydration, consumption of good fats, avoiding processed foods, avoiding your sugars. Now, when you have uh, foods that are loaded with refined oils, with trans fats, with sugars, or high salt foods, basically all your packaged and processed foods, what happens is that uh, forces the bad bacteria to overflourish. That's basically food to the bad bacteria. Hence, we must cut down consumption of this to a minimal so that we're only, you know, your gut is only happy with the good bacteria flourishing and this bad bacteria is kept to a minimal. So these are very, very important things. Once you take care of your gut, you will see a positive impact on your overall well-being from your skin to your mood, to your immunity, to your mental health. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, the cases of depression have gone up, of anxiety have gone up during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. We're talking so much about mental health. Totally. So again, taking care of your gut health has a very positive impact on all of these as well. Wonderful. So definitely the center. And if we don't poop on a daily basis, so basically we're keeping toxins within the body. Now these toxins enter back into the blood 
uh, you know, the hormones stay circulating in the blood and causes a lot of disturbances. Hence, we must, uh, you know, really bulk up on fiber, bulk up on your water intake, eat very mindfully and in a stress-free environment. It's important to put our body in a rest and digest mode. So, you know, take five deep breaths before you eat. Ooh. So that your body is able to really focus on the digestion. And, uh, you know, otherwise your body's not able to absorb all the nutrients that it should. For it to functional uh, optimally, you really have to put yourself in that rest and digest mode. It's something that's very, very important. So just as simple as five deep breaths before you eat works miraculously well. Yes. Wonderful. Bhakti, I love that. I'm going to highlight that one more time. Breathing before you eat, five deep breaths before you eat. Wow, I love that. Okay, so I'm highlighting that as our episode nugget. Um, and I'm going to take you back a few minutes. Uh, you mentioned cooked and cooled rice and cooked and cooled potato. What's that all about? Right. So when you cook and you cool it, that means you refrigerate the potato or the rice for about 12 hours. What happens is the resistant starch really increases about 30 to 40%. Now that has a dual advantage in the body. Firstly, because your resistant starch, it's a prebiotic. It's not digested by the human body. The human body lacks the enzymes to digest. Hence, it goes straight to the gut. Now there, the resistant starch is acting as food to your good gut bacteria. So it's great for good health. Secondly, because this is undigested by the body, the right. calories that are absorbed from your rice and from your potatoes are lower. So especially people looking at weight loss, it again works to your advantage that you get to enjoy these foods. At the same time, you know, your body's absorbing lesser calories. So it helps you reach your health goals. Yeah. Oh my God, that was lovely, Bhakti. Thank you. And that makes me feel better. Okay, because living out here in the West, we tend to put away a lot of our rice. You know, we need to cook in advance. Right. The thing. Yes. So, whew. Okay, so there's some benefit <laughs> from all Most those vegetables. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. Um, and taking us on to uh, superfoods, uh, the last few years, we see so much of what's um, highlighted as superfoods. This uh, Berries are superfoods. Um, uh, kale is the, was the superfood at one time. Are there really superfoods and what is your superfood? Right. So uh, superfoods is something that is coined by the nutrition industry. There is no scientific definition of a superfood, uh -huh. but definitely um, these are foods that are more nutrient dense. So for a small volume of consumption of that food, you get a lot of nutrient density and they have uh, nutrients that help in prevention of disease. So that's when they're termed as superfoods. Right. So um, since it has been used for really long, it is interesting to look more on, on these lines. And my favorite superfood would be Moringa. It is a miracle tree. It has so many benefits. Like it's just fabulous. It has antioxidants, phytonutrients, fiber, calcium, iron, magnesium. Like you think of it and it's there in it. So it is really, really a very nutrient-dense food. I add it on a daily basis to my green smoothie. And you could add it to your soups, to your salads, to your rotis, and, uh, you know, make the most of this. Also, uh, berries are fabulous. It's something I do on a daily basis. Nuts and seeds are great. So yeah. you, when, you, when you look at food, you should really focus on nourishing your body. You know? Right. That's very, very important. So 
it's anyways on a daily basis very important for you to make your meals nutrient dense you know i don't refer to myself as a dietitian i call myself a nutritionist because mm-hmm. i help to rid people of a diet mentality for me food is all about nourishing not punishing so there is no deprivation when you're working with me we're only focusing on really uh, holistically uh, nourishing your body so be it mind body soul i would share affirmations with you so that you know when you're on your weight loss journey you have to move ahead very positively every meal should be done with a smile it's very important that you're thoroughly enjoying your journey that though these are things that i really really focus on and uh you know strengthening your relationship with food is something that i believe is just so so important excellent and that was actually my next question about sustainable weight loss so i'm sure a lot of your clients come to you also for health conditions but predominantly i guess for weight loss um right but as you said we need to break the diet ment- uh, mentality and look at sustained or sustainable weight loss um you just gave us a, a great tip over there with um affirmations and but is is there another thing or another one or two tips that you'd like to share with us on definitely oh, yes thank you but i believe is diet stone work yes a healthy lifestyle does and you should create a lifestyle that works best for you right so you have to listen to your body the body is constantly talking to you you know no two plans are ever the same we work on very customized plans for each individual so depending on your wake up times your sleep times your choices preferences what foods make you feel good right all of these things are what we focus on and uh, when it comes to two main tips that i could i would like to share for weight loss they definitely would be adding a lot of fiber bulking up on your fiber rich foods which are great for your gut health which keeps you full and also focusing on good fat and protein your like i said your body needs to be nourished on a daily basis so good fat and enough protein is what keeps you full or longer you know many a times my clients what i've realized especially in indian families is that the protein content is very very low and uh, because the meals are more carb dominated they end up feeling hungry very quickly you know within the next one and a half hour they'll be really hungry so when you make sure that your meals have enough protein and good fat you will stay fuller longer and so when they start with me what i get to hear a lot is that i'm surprised how my cravings vanish that happens because you're eating more filling foods more nourishing foods so yeah and also eating mindfully like i said eating stress free and uh, just doing it for the right reason your weight loss should be done with a very right intention these things are something that will help you to adopt it as a lifestyle long term you know if you're just hopping on a diet with an intention i only want to drop this much weight and you're looking at each day oh my god when am i getting done with the day really not enjoying the food it's not sustainable at all so these are things that you know when we work together i really help you to find and like you are the one who actually designs your plan because there's constant discussion we'll be giving you healthier substitutions but eventually you pick and choose what works for your lifestyle you know right. what is convenient for you at home and accordingly you can reach your health goal excellent and that allows me to highlight or to bring up the the fact that it doesn't really matter where i am right um it doesn't matter where your client is you could i could be sitting over here in switzerland and you're there and i can still uh 
come to you as uh, a nutritionist, as my nutritionist, right? Okay. Um, yes. How things have changed due to the pandemic. Yes. So it would be that um, you would be able to tailor make um, a plan regardless of where a client is based. Absolutely. I have a lot of clients all over the world. Yeah. Great. Thank you, Bhakti. And what's your routine like? Yes. So I believe that the morning really sets your intention for the day. And, you know, it, it really sets the tone for the day. So uh, my morning routine would be waking up, packing the kids off to school, and then focusing on some me time, my daily prayers, and then some meditation, journaling, and then getting to a busy day at work. I do wind up work by, say, 5.30, and then again, it's gym time for me, something that gives me my daily high and then spending time with the family. So that's what my average day is like. Wonderful, wonderful. And uh, Bhakti, uh, we've clearly seen an increase in PCOS. We've seen um, a rise in autoimmune conditions, allergies, uh, and a host of other um, ailments. Why is this so? And is, is food a way to uh, counter um, these conditions and what's Most your definitely, yes the reason for an increase in all of these that you mentioned from PCOS to autoimmune conditions to diabetes to childhood obesity is all because of increase in the consumption of processed foods increase in the consumption of sugary foods a decrease in physical activity so basically these are all lifestyle factors Mm -hmm. uh, you know, when we focus on, again, going back to how our ancestors used to live, moving more, uh, we, they had cleaner air to breathe. Today, we're just uh, surrounded by so many toxins, simply from the products that we use on our face to the pollution in the air to all the chemicals, you know, your household cleaners and all these toxins enter our body and they, they're xenoestrogen. So they basically cause hormonal disturbances within the body. Now the processed foods, say for, you know, your chips, they have excitotoxins, they enter the brain and they cause so much of neural damage there. And they're very addictive. So you just can't stop at one. Mm. You keep eating. And then the high sodium, all the, uh, all the other chemicals that come along just damage your body. And gradually what we're realizing is that all of these conditions that, are, that make you sick are on the rise. So the best way to deal with that is just eat fresh food as much as possible, you know, to stay away from things that are made in the factory. So definitely you would, um, you know, you have to make a sensible choice. Now say a chickpea pasta, though it's made in a factory, but it's still very healthy. It's, you know, you opt for a good brand, a hundred an organic one, you're getting good protein. There aren't any other, uh, you know, um, chemicals or anything added there so you have to pick right? right and you don't have to really be scared of everything that's packaged but definitely completely stay away from ultra processed packaged foods like your sugary drinks like your chips your uh, ready uh, cookies and cakes and all of these that have a long shelf life these mm. are very very detrimental to your health so the minute you start to focus more on your uh, fresh fruits and veggies and complex carbohydrates so foods that are more rich in fiber 
and you know uh, stay away from your refined carbs also gluten is one of the foods you know because the uh, wheat that's available today is so refined it really causes intestinal perforations in the gut causes toxins to release uh, within the blood and that causes inflammation and your obesity your uh, thyroid diabetes all of these are also conditions that uh, you know are a result of inflammation within the body so we need to really take care that we keep our toxin um, exposure to a minimum and we eat real fresh food as much as possible wonderful bhakti what's on your dinner plate or your lunch plate for today right so i usually my lunch is always a millet roti and uh, to my roti i add a lot of veggies like beans cabbage carrot i love the crunch of these veggies in the roti i add some husk to my roti which helps to break the carb spike mm-hmm. uh, so you know why a very uh, many of us often feel the slump in energy post a meal yes that happens that is an indication that we're spiking our blood sugars too high mm-hmm. now post my meal i'm very fresh and recharged and energized because there are no spikes so along with the roti i, I did like palak paneer today i did my bowl of curd a good portion of uh, you know some other vegetable like today it was tinda and not very exciting for many but you know exciting so for- like <laughs> so half your plate you should always focusing on making it vegetables some amount of protein is an absolute must and your carb portion should be a complex carb so millets are great they're very nutrient rich high in fiber and uh, they're just fabulous lovely are you vegetarian bhakti uh, during navratris we are yes so currently that's all but otherwise i do believe that you know you should eat to your liking see what works for you i'm not someone who's anti uh, you know uh, meat eating so i do consume it occasionally yes is there something we shouldn't combine that we regularly do but we uh, we don't realize is a bad mixture uh, i mean i know uh, the the old wives tales or the um, our grand i mean my grandmother used to tell me never mix uh, you know seafood with yogurt oh, dairy. Oh, dairy. Yes, thank yes. you that's, yes so that used right, to be like no no you can't do that you know um is there anything yes. there is definitely uh, you know across indication there so it's best to avoid that combination also according to ayurveda fruit and yogurt is something that they say no but i really fully uh, believe that you should listen to your body you know right. if, if if your gut is acting up later then it's it's your body talking to you it's a signal that you cannot do this combination mm-hmm. but i mean i do yogurt berry smoothies it works well for me so i don't see a reason for you to stop that uh, you know just listen to your body and go with the flow don't stress about food let's stress you know like let food be the most stress free thing that you're living with there's so many other factors that cause stress to us today so you know just have fun with food yeah i like that very very much because i mean we do have to remember that we're individuals and what works for you might not always work for me or you know yeah. even in in the place we are in the environment it all they're all factors that play um a role um and bhakti before i say goodbye to you what's um on the cards for you in the near future and what would you like to see manifest 
so honestly like i said i very recently started work it's been about 2 years god has been kind i have been uh, lucky to meet some fabulous people along the way it's been such an enriching journey for me and uh, i would love to touch the lives and positively impact the lives of more people not only regionally but also globally i would uh, love to do some more corporate talks so that you know uh, corporates are able to increase their productivity and uh, they are going to uh, they benefit by improving their work culture so i really believe that you know homemaker uh, or a woman even even if she's working but if she starts to eat right it positively impacts the whole family you know because i i like i share a lot of healthy recipes and then the moms get so excited oh my god my kid loves this and very often what i get to hear is that listen i started this weight loss journey but my husband lost double the amount of weight and that is something that you know really excites me because one person signs up but there are three four other people benefiting and that's just so wonderful so honestly because this is so passion driven for me i would just love to impact uh, the lives of more people around me very positively Wow, Bhakti, thank you. That was wonderful. And with that, I'll wish you all the very, very best. Um, can't wait to see what comes out um, on your Instagram feed. Um, I'm an avid follower of your uh, your account. Thank you, that means a lot. <laughs> so here's wishing you all the very, very best, Bhakti. Thank you so much. It was an absolute pleasure to be here, and really, you're doing some amazing work. I am so glad that you. you know we could do this today and you're helping empower people getting their voices to more and more people i think that's an amazing thing thank you so much for having me thank you bhakti thank you take care have a lovely day thank you, you too